Welcome to the Faith at Work Sermon Podcast. I'm glad that you've found your way here today so that we can share together God's eternal words of hope found in the Bible. You're welcome here no matter where you are in your life journey. We all have our spiritual needs to be met, and the Bible speaks to us in different ways at different times. I want to acknowledge the difficult times that many of us are facing, but then I want us to move forward with a message of hope. I begin with a reading from the Gospel of John. Jesus said to his disciples as he prepared them for his death, Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn. You will have pain. But your pain will turn into joy. That's John 16.20. We continue with the story of the raising of Lazarus, also found in John. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live, and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. Now when she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. And they followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, He was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? The Gospel of our Lord. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Say that you just got called into your supervisor's office at work. She looks you in the eye and says, John, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm going to have to let you go. Now, you've been doing a good job, but we just don't have the business to support your position. I'm sorry.
Now, your heart sinks. You can barely speak. There's really nothing to say. You hardly remember driving home. You're in a state of shock. And when you come to your witch, you give me a call and, with a quavering voice, tell me what just happened. Now, I need to make it better. I feel I have to say something, and so I say, John, you've just got to look for the silver lining. What are you thinking about me at that moment? Or, you just got that phone call we all dread. Cindy, an unfamiliar voice says, I'm at St. John's Hospital and your mother has just passed away. We did everything we could. I'm so sorry. Fortunately, your best friend is sitting next to you having coffee and you break down in tears and fall into her arms. After you've composed yourself a little, she looks you in the eye with all the love she can muster and says, Cindy, you have to look for the silver lining. How do you feel about your friend at that minute? We all have heard that every cloud has a silver lining. It's a wonderful thought. It makes a good inspirational poster to hang on your office wall. And it's probably true. Do a Google image search and you will come up with thousands of pictures of clouds with silver sunlight streaming around them with those words written across them. Always look for the silver lining. The problem is, in both of the scenarios I gave you above, these words come across as hollow or even cruel because it's too soon. When we are confronted by a devastating loss of any kind, when we're sobbing our eyes out, the last thing we need is for someone to invalidate our feelings. That's why I'd like to turn the phrase around to say, every silver lining has a cloud. The gospel story that I just read, if we look at it closely enough, reveals that even Jesus had to learn this lesson. And you know, that's what I love about the gospels. They show us the human, compassionate side of Jesus who's not afraid to learn and grow. In this case, Jesus' friend Lazarus is dying. He dawdles around a bit, and by the time he gets there, Lazarus is dead. Lazarus' sister Martha comes out on the road and confronts Jesus, and she says, If you would have been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus tells her that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Now, Martha believes that, but it's implied that she wants her brother back now. She didn't want him to die in the first place. Jesus reassures her that he is the resurrection and the life. And that quiets Martha, and she assents to believing in him. Now there's an interesting twist that comes into the story. Jesus continues on, and Lazarus' other sister, Mary, comes out and confronts Jesus with exactly the same words. If you would have been here, my brother would not have died. This time, Jesus is not so quick with the reassurances. When he sees Mary weeping, along with all the other friends who had gathered there, it says he was greatly disturbed in spirit, and he begins to weep. 
seems very strange considering that Jesus, at that point Jesus had presented a rather cavalier attitude toward the death of his friend. He had been so focused on his silver lining that he had ignored the dark cloud of pain and loss that his friends were experiencing. Every silver lining has a cloud. To be sure, the silver lining that Jesus was talking about was real. He had the power to raise Lazarus from the dead, and he did that. Although there must have been great rejoicing after this miracle, that did not invalidate the pain of loss that the mourners were expressing. That pain could be taken away and the suffering ended, but the pain and suffering could never be taken back. They would leave scars. We remember deeply moments of great pain. My point is that when we experience loss or tragedy, when we lose a job or someone that we love dies, we deserve to have our pain acknowledged. We need to be in the pain for a while. It helps us to have others acknowledge what we're going through, not fix it. Conversely, we need to validate, validate the pain of others and be with them in their overcast moments of the soul for a while. We can't be so quick to tell them to look for the silver lining. We need to look for the cloud in order to understand their suffering and loss. Think of how one of the most comforting pieces of scripture, the 23rd Psalm, begins. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It starts in the cloudy valley of death. It acknowledges the reality of the darkness of life. It's similar to the way that Jesus begins the passage from John that I started with as he prepares them for his death. He says, Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn. You will have pain. So there's your cloud. One of the most beautiful and poignant scenes in the Broadway play Hamilton occurs after Alexander and his wife Eliza's son is killed in a duel. Now the loss is doubly cruel because he died defending his father's honor. The song talks about how the Hamiltons could be seen walking sadly through the city streets in their grief after his death. It goes, There are moments that the words don't reach. There's suffering too terrible to name. You hold your child as tight as you can and push away the unimaginable. The moments when you're in so deep, it feels easier to just swim down. The Hamiltons move uptown and learn to live with the unimaginable. There are moments when our suffering is too terrible to name. There are moments when the darkness is so deep that no silver linings are visible. Like the Hamiltons in their grief, we have to learn to live with the unimaginable. And then, and then, we can begin to look for the silver linings. We know that there was a silver lining to the Lazarus story. Jesus raised him from the tomb. There was a silver lining to Jesus' death on the cross. He was raised in a burst of light from the tomb. 
there's a silver lining to the 23rd Psalm. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Today I want to acknowledge the one dark cloud under which we are all living, the COVID-19 pandemic. All around us, all around the world, people are suffering and dying. For each person who dies, there are people who are left behind, suffering from grief and loss. There are also people who are suffering from economic hardship because they've lost their jobs or their businesses have failed. This winter promises to get even darker as we suffer from prolonged isolation and loneliness. I walk under my clouds. You walk under your clouds. We are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. There is weeping and mourning all around us. We are living with the unimaginable. But enough of that. I think at this point I've described the cloud. I hope that you've hung with me, because now let's take some time to look for the silver linings. Our isolation and quarantines have taught us something about the importance of human relationships. I've heard many of many families who say they've never been closer. They're staying home at night, eating meals together, playing cards and board games, and have overcome social distancing by having Zoom sessions with their friends. One night recently, my wife and I prepared a dinner over Zoom together with our daughter, who lives out of state. And then we moved our laptops to our tables and had dinner together and a glass of wine. We probably wouldn't have shared that time together had we been going about our normal lives. A silver lining. We hear a lot about the health concerns of people who are shut up in their homes. Some mention, people mention the COVID-15, referring to the weight they put on during confinement. For some, it's the 20 or 30 or 40 pounds. On the other hand, some people have used their time to develop healthy lifestyles, eat better, exercise more, even lose some weight. Thousands of people are practicing yoga and mindfulness meditation to relieve stress and anxiety. The benefits of these practices can continue after the pa pandemic. A silver lining. Speaking of which, a brilliant silver lining that we hopefully envision is that this disease will be defeated. Vaccines and therapies are being developed to prevent and treat COVID-19. The medical establishment is learning a lot. Not only are they learning how to quickly develop these drugs, but epidemiologists are also learning how such pandemics can be prevented in the future. You know, long ago, lessons were learned, learned from the plague, hundreds of years ago. It taught people in those pre-scientific days how diseases are spread. It was the tragic outbreak of polio that led to the development of the first vaccine. This horrible disease that we're facing may lead us to a healthier and safer future. Scientists are hard at work looking for that silver lining. And there will be an economic recovery. Now, I don't know what shape it will be, V-shaped or K-shaped or whatever shape the economic, econom, economists talk about, but there will be an economic recovery. We know that in our country and around us and around the world, 
economies go through constant cycles, ups and downs, some of which are predictable and manageable and some of which are not. Some recoveries are weak, some are strong, some are short, some are long, but they happen. The real economic silver lining, if we have the courage and, the t and take the time to look for it, is that we may learn things that will enable us to build a more stable, sustainable, and equitable economy in the future. We may learn how to keep businesses thriving while at the same time reducing the disparities between the haves and the have-nots in our current economy. We may learn how to better provide jobs and opportunity for all people to lead a more prosperous and fair future. The thing about all of these silver linings is that we have to look for them. We have to look for them and work for them. Because right now, they're just glimmers around the edges of the clouds. Another word for silver lining is hope. And the Apostle Paul said, hope will not disappoint us. Alfred Lord Tennyson, in his poem, In Memoriam, A.H.H., wrote, I held it truth with him who sings to one clear harp in diverse tones, that men may rise on stepping stones of their dead selves to higher things. That's a beautiful description of hope. The trajectory of human history is upward. We emerge from every tragedy and every setback as stronger and better versions of ourselves if we look for the silver linings. That applies to individuals and it applies to nations. In religious terms, we are moving upward toward the kingdom of God, the ultimate silver lining. The darkest cloud that hovers over each of our heads every day is death. We wear our mortality wherever we go. Silver lining? Death has been defeated in Jesus' death and resurrection. As Paul said in Romans, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? It's my hope that you, if you are living under a cloud right now, are at a point, or will come to a point, where you can look for and find your silver lining. I know that you will. Amen. After all of this talk about looking for silver linings, I can't end without turning to that song written back in 19, 1919, Look for the Silver Lining. It may be kind of outdated and a bit corny, but maybe we could use a little old-fashioned optimism. This version was sung by young Judy Garland. I hope it lights up your day. Look for the silver lining when Make it shine
Try.